Hello, my loves. I am finally announcing my secret project. But first, I got a question for you. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and rediscover your inner power? If so, I'm excited to reveal the Know Your Power 90-Day Transformation Program. This program is an empowering and transformative journey designed exclusively for women who want to create an unstoppable mindset, reveal their true self, and radiate unshakable confidence. I got so much in store for you for this, including expert guest coaches to guide you every step of the way, many of which have actually been guests on this show. We have renowned IFBB Bikini Pro Emily Hayden, best-selling author of Flex Your Confidence Muscle Janelle Lene, and Women's Empowerment Guide Liv Thompson. But it doesn't stop there. Our team also includes your own personal accountability coach Zach Blakeney who will help you stay in integrity and manifest your dreams to create the life you've always envisioned. I also have my bestie and co-host of this podcast Kendall Aaliyah as a guest expert coach. And it gets better. At the end of the 90-day program we will also be hosting a two-day live weekend retreat in my hometown, Austin, Texas, where you'll be surrounded by a community of like-minded women ready to embrace their true selves and step into their greatness. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to embark on a 90-day program that will transform your life and help you rise above your limitations to step into the confident, empowered women I know you were born to be. Enroll today in the Know Your Power 90-day program, secure your spot at our exclusive live weekend retreat, and learn more and join the incredible journey of self-improvement visit our website at knowyourpower.net slash today. That's a forward slash. Or you could just click the link in the show notes. And remember, you are more powerful than you think. Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I am your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Aaliyah. And today, guys, we are talking about discipline. Yes. Discipline. When I was writing this, I was telling Kendall, um, <laughs> I was like on fire. I was like typing and I was like. <laughs> For those that don't watch YouTube, we usually have a few papers sitting in front of us because our our nice friend, uh, Julia over here is the most organized structure. I need a spreadsheet to talk about anything type of person. Yes. So um, she gives me homework every week to write out an outline, but she did this outline. I told my mom that I was like, I thought I was done with school. And then Julia came in and she's like, I need a four point bulletin on why, why you need this bikini for show day. Um, I need a paper due on bikini show divisions. I feel like I'm in school and I'm always late. And Julia's always like, where's your assignment? And I'm like, I'm working on it. I do mine a week ahead. I literally do mine the morning of typically (laughs) or like the night before. Um, But anyway, today we have a stack of photos because apparently Julia got very passionate while writing this outline. A three page outline of discipline. (laughs) Of discipline. And the reason that I'm just so passionate about this too, it's just because it's such a, a, um, backbone of what we do as bodybuilders and it's really just impacted and flowed into every aspect of my life and I just know that I hear a lot of people they're like I struggle with discipline like Mm -hmm. what do I do blah 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 and like before I get into this quote that I really wanted to share about you my view on discipline like I truly do not believe that there are people that are just gifted with discipline over other people it's like anything else it's like building a muscle in the gym you have to work at it for it to grow and to get better and I wasn't born with natural discipline I feel like my parents helped me uh, a lot with building discipline and sticking to my commitments and going through with the things that I say I'm going to do. Yeah. But I came from being very undisciplined or I was very disciplined as a kid when I was in wrestling. And then I totally just threw that out the window and I didn't have any disciplines in my life that were keeping me motivated to go after anything. I would wake up. I do my makeup in the car on the way to the salon. I'd swing by and I 
I'd grab this giant taco from this place that's so good. I'm my mouth watering just thinking about it. And I'd grab a Texas sized coffee frappuccino. They literally at the coffee bean they called it the Texas size. I don't, I don't know. And that's what I would do. I yeah. was there was no structure. There's no discipline. I didn't care about my well being. And to be a bodybuilder now after coming from that, if I can do it, you definitely can too. And that's what we're going to teach you. Anyone in this episode. can. And I feel like something I want to add is the most common question I've probably ever gotten is how do you stay so motivated yeah. throughout years of doing this? And my answer is always, it's no longer motivation. It's just discipline. And yeah. I feel like it starts, it starts with like a motivation to want to get something or do something or obtain something. And then mm. over the time of teaching yourself the steps it takes to stay on track to get that is how discipline is formed. And then Mm -hmm. that I think has way more longevity than like being motivated every will because motivation comes and goes. Discipline is like an every single day act. Yes. Like your habits and rituals are what keep you going and doing those things that you know are ultimately good for you, even though if you're not motivated, like for example, yesterday, my strength plummeted to like an all time low. I'm pretty sure I'm on prep. You know, my calories are low mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure this is the week of my period mm-hmm. and I'm doing hip thrust. I can literally only do a plate on each side. Like that's how, been there. that's how weak I was. And look, I wasn't motivated, but I was still there because my disciplines, my rituals and my routines that I have set up for these past couple of years brought me to the gym still, even though I wasn't motivated to go there. So I love that you mentioned that because it is, relying on those things instead of relying on like being super excited to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm not always excited to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm not excited to go to are. cardio. Not. <laughs> this morning I woke up and I felt like a truck hit me and I was like, how am I going to do this podcast? You have those, those <laughs> few days where motivation's higher and the discipline becomes easier. But I feel yes. like the time you're like actually training your discipline is on those hard days. For sure. Yeah, For yeah. sure. Okay. Share your quote. So this, I love Ed Milet. He's like one of my favorite um, personal development and businessmen that I listen to. And he says this quote about discipline that I just really love. And he says, extremity expands capacity when you're self-disciplined and you can get yourself to do all the way to the extreme of what you're capable of, of on a regular basis. Not only are you going to do what you're capable of, but you are actually going to stretch out and expand your capacity to grow and do more so that over time, those levels of maxing out actually increase. So basically like what I got from this is by doing the things that require a certain amount of discipline, like doing the cardio session, eating clean foods, waking up early, those things that start to stretch your capacity to be able to handle more. If you don't do any of those hard things, of course, you're, it's going to be hard because you have no practice. Mm-hmm. It's like when you first start going to the gym and you're like, it is a struggle bus to get here. And now you're probably listening to this podcast. And you're like going to the gym is the best part of the day. It's yeah. easy. Just that's because you have expanded your capacity to handle more. And that came from creating a discipline behind it. You're working out. That's a discipline that you have created. Um, and I know like practicing this is going to be so much easier on you because if you don't practice these disciplines and do them over and over and over again, you're just going to end up falling off, falling off like, like yo-yo dieting. Yeah. Yo-yo dieting can be yo-yo working out. You yeah. just like, it can be anything. Go and Literally you stop anything. and you go and you stop. I feel like discipline is almost just like a more factual version of creating a habit. 
because it's like it creating habits, but also like implementing to yourself and proving to yourself, okay, I can continue these habits. Exactly. So it's like a cemented habit rather than like a temporary. And that's what I think differentiates between yo-yoing and then like sticking to a lifestyle forever. Yeah. It just becomes who a part of who you are. And that's why I'm like, bodybuilding is life because I'm not just saying like bodybuilding is life. I'm like, because it is a reflection of what my life is. Yeah. Like I wake up and I'm, I'm acting in accordance to what I believe a bodybuilder and IFBB pro should stand for. You know, I'm doing all the things I need to do, but I'm also acting like a decent human in my life too. Um, that's why I just, I love it so much because it's giving me the ultimate level of discipline and the ability to handle more than I ever thought I was capable of because I get a lot of people around me when they find out I'm a professional bodybuilder, they're like, how do you do that? I could never do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, actually you could, you just don't want to. Yeah. Like I, sometimes I catch myself doing that too, where I look at like, um, sprinters or something. And I'm like, bro, I could never do that. And I'm like, actually I could, if I wanted to, I might not be at the level that they are mm-hmm. because my body's not naturally fit to be a sprinter, especially now, but giving yourself that power back and saying like, yes, I actually could do that if I wanted to. I just created disciplines and routines so that I can actually thrive as a bodybuilder and be successful in this career. So anyone really could do it. It It's just like if you want to. Like it starts with that. Like I feel like the world word willpower is used so often when pertaining to food of like, oh, how do you have the willpower to not eat that? And it's like, you just start by not eating it for one day. And then that turns into two days. And then that turns into like, okay, we'll do a cheat meal every week. And then it turns into okay, I think I can do a 12 week prep with no cheat meal. Like it's a gradual effect. You aren't exactly. like, you don't wake up one day never having worked out and being like, I'm going to be a pro bodybuilder and yes. change everything. Like we talk about it so many times talking about anything with goal setting, start small, like start with obtaining one thing. And then once you prove to yourself that you can do that, it's a lot easier to like add things to that list. Definitely. And that's exactly what we talk about later. Kendall is already, sorry. she already I got it. Don't be sorry. Overview. Don't be sorry. <laughs> she's, she's already on point with what We're it is. We're going to talk about how yeah. to build. discipline now. And we're going to do it in a step process because Julia (laughs) likes a step process. I do too. They're easy to digest. I love the notebooks, bring out the note app. I genuinely get angry when I listen to like a how to thing on like YouTube or, or TikTok or Instagram. And it's not like a bullet point. Really? I don't know. My brain doesn't like it when they're like, I get that. That's yeah. why I, that guy that I was telling you about when we were talking, we were, I was looking at like an Instagram growth guy uh-huh. and his videos are so concise and they're step by step. You can literally just like, okay, I do this. Then I do this. Yeah. That for me, I'm like, dirt. Got it. <laughs> got I got it. it. Don't, don't fluff it. So yeah, we're going to talk about the first so one. Step number one. <laughs> step number one, identify your purpose. And this sounds all gung-ho and hippy-dippy or whatever the one, fuck you want to say. Everyone wants to find their purpose and this and that. But the reason that I'm saying this is because purpose is what gets you out of bed in the morning. For me personally, when I worked at a salon, I hated my job. I had no motivation to get up because I hated what my life was like. And that's why I didn't go work out. I didn't treat my body right. I honestly didn't treat people that well because I was just unhappy with myself yeah. and with you're unhappy with yourself and you're not being disciplined and doing the things you know that are right for your life and for your body and for your goals and dreams. You don't feel that great. You genuinely don't. So 
that's why I just didn't have any motivation to go and do anything because I hated what my life was like. But now I have a job that I love that's in the fitness industry. So because I am so connected to my purpose now, when I get up to go do those hard things, even like today where it's just a struggle bus, I actually have more desire to do them because I'm purposeful in what I'm doing. Yeah. Even though today, like I'm hungry, I'm tired. It's my rest day. I have a low carb day. I'm still purposeful to do this podcast because I love sharing this information and I know that it helps people. So purpose will get your ass out of bed in the morning to adhere to your disciplines that you have. So now you're just more inclined to do those hard things because there's some deeper meaning behind it. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like you always say things purposely or purposely perfectly. So I feel like I have nothing to add, but like, that's really how simple it is. And I feel like with a lot of these steps, I wasn't kidding. Bring out your journals. Like I feel like Bring writing down your purpose makes it a lot more like real versus just thinking about like, well, what would I want to do? Or what do I like? What is my next goal? It's different when it's written down and in front of you and you can like remind yourself on a regular basis. I feel like that makes it a lot easier to actually like focus on. Yeah. This is why I struggle so much when I'm in my off season is because I feel like I have no purpose, but I'm definitely rewiring that and I'm making sure that I'm working on that each off season. Cause when I'm on prep, I know my purpose. I know that my goal is to compete on stage and I know why I'm doing it and how I'm going to help people along yeah. the way. But when I'm not competing, I lose it a little bit and then I have less motivation and less, I'm less disciplined because I don't feel purposeful. So I'm, that's something I'm working on personally. Like how can I still feel purposeful in my off season? Yeah. Because I can help people with post-show blues like that feels purposeful for me so or like um, a reminder of like my favorite things now that I'm not in like a competition prep and I haven't in a while is like posting about how my body has changed and how I'm actually like a lot healthier now. Like I think focusing, that's really what purpose is, is like, what's your focus. And I feel like focusing on what you can focus in that time period is like all you really need to do. Exactly. Cause I'm the same way where like, once I stopped competing, not saying I'm never competing again, but once I took my break, like it's been really hard to be like, why, how am I supposed to write a motivational caption if I'm not doing the work right now? And it's like, no, you I'm are still showing up to the gym every day. I'm still yeah. putting in work. It just looks different now. Yeah. It's just more sustainable instead of like going balls to the wall. Yeah. To Which I think both stage. are important and important to talk about. I can't wait till you compete again. Yeah. Over here. So you and my mom, I'm just my mom like, tells me every day, my mom, I mean, your mom, she came up to me at Erica's party and she's oh, like, no. okay, so how are we going to get her to compete again? Oh, no. What's our game plan? And I was like, bro, you're hilarious. I'll see. And I was like, I'm working on it. And yeah, she's, she's like, all like, right. High she's five. like, I would like to see it in the next year. I'm like, Good for you, mom. That's not my purpose right now. Your mom is like the token. I feel like your mom is the same as like my dad. Mm -hmm. The way that my dad was so passionate about me competing in wrestling. Like my dad was the guy that was like on the edge of the mat, smacking the mat. And he was just like screaming. So like, I always knew where my dad was. My mom, just for reference was, um, I believe, I don't know if she was literally banned by the coach or oh, my dad was kicked out of a show. I was going to yeah, say for sure. banned from the hockey ring because <laughs> she has a wanted no, poster. She literally would like 
scream. My brother was a goalie. So like obviously a lot of pressure already. She would scream and cuss her head off at these kids. Oh <laughs> these my kids God. playing hockey. I have a feeling that I'm probably going to be that yeah. mom. So there was like a restaurant, <laughs> last tangent, sorry. There was like a restaurant above the ho- hockey rink that my brother um, would practice at. And even in the restaurant, she'd be like looking over the glass, yelling and screaming. It was You're insane. better than that. No, literally insane. <laughs> so that was my childhood. Yeah, my dad was, he was pretty intense. Yeah. And what's crazy is I actually realized the other day, because I was watching back my show day video, because um, when I'm in cardio and I'm really struggling, I go back and watch my show day video so that it's like reminds me like, why the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. And um, I heard my dad out of all of the people cheering. I hear my dad saying, Aww. go Julia. And it was oh, wait, just, I had, cry. I had a flashback to when I was a kid and remembered that my dad worked on weekends and he worked really hard for our family. And I remember um, some Saturdays he'd come to my tournaments late, but I knew when he was there because I could hear him. I could hear him. <laughs> he, I, oh, dad, dad's done with work. He's here. So it just reminded me of that. I feel like those are the two people that biggest influenced our discipline levels too, because like you can tell just by their drive mm-hmm. that they're disciplined almost for us. So we like yes. pick up those qualities, which I'm grateful for. Definitely. Yeah. My dad was very disciplined in like his athletic ability. And my mom is very disciplined in like her work ethic and yeah. like how things are organized. Yeah. How That's why I have a five-step <laughs> list of discipline Thanks, because Julia's mom my mom for making me do homework. Like if you just spent like, if you just spent like a little time with me and my mom to just watch how we work, you would die because we're the same person. Yeah, you guys are very similar. Yeah, from my like few interactions with her. A sweetheart. I love <laughs> your parents. So sweet. Anyway, that's step number one is identifying your purpose. Yes, because if you need something that gets you out of bed in the morning, and I love what you said about taking notes on this episode. So if you're on the Stairmaster, I know a lot of people listen to us doing cardio. If you're driving, just do a little mental check. Like, do you really feel purposeful in what you're doing right now? And look, we don't all have the luxury of just like dropping everything and like going and doing our doing purpose. like a passion project. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like it's, you can't always do that. And that's not what I did. I definitely was doing my salon job and I would work on my business at night. So I was working all day, but then I didn't have, I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have, um, a, a partner. I didn't have like family. I didn't have children. So it yeah. was easier for me to do that. So I get that. But what can you do? Like, where can you do this purposeful work in your life so that you can probably eventually work towards going after that. So think about what that is right now. And if you have that in your life or if you don't have that in your life, number two, I want you to identify the areas where you're self-sabotaging your disciplines. So this is for me personally, I can, I know of so many things that I do and you probably can think of so many things that you do. And it's like knowingly or unknowingly you do this. Most of the time it's knowingly like our subconscious knows what it's doing. If we don't want to work on our project or our homework, when we were in school, we distract with TV. Like, and you're like, Oh, I just get so distracted with TV. It's like, you know what you're doing. I have, (laughs) I, I do you know about like the attachment styles typically found in relationships. I think so. So I, have avoidant, which means if something bothers me, I just ghost. Really? (laughs) I, I never knew that about you. I won't respond. I won't check it. I won't like talk to a certain person if they bother me at all. Like I just remove myself. Kendall created ghosting. (laughs) 
I'm a ghoster. Um, and so anyway, I notice I do that with my, um, is, is that's kind of a form of self-sabotage for me yeah. because if I have a responsibility and say I had to do something on Tuesday and now it's Wednesday, now it's built up in my head and I almost create that like anxious avoidance mm-hmm. where now I'm never going to do it. <laughs> So like, and then I get really anxious about it. Like just an example, like I help, like, as you know, a brand with their social media. Uh And I think I went like two days without checking the account. And now it's like really hard for me to rebuild that habit and get back into it. So that's where I self sabotage is like, once something's a little far gone, I'm like, well, there it goes. That's why Kendall never texts me back. Yeah. (laughs) I'm never trying to avoid you. It's just a responsibility. You're like, oh no, it's been three days. She hates me now. (laughs) And I'm just on the other end, like derp, derp, derp. Anytime I want you to know every time you text me something and it sounds remotely serious, I go to Cooper and I'm like, I think she's mad at me. Chloe does the same thing to me. I literally called her and I said, I need to talk to you about something. And she instantly, am I in trouble? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I just need to talk to you about this program that we launched. Yeah. Speaking of which the know your power shred program link is in the description. You're not going to want to miss it. (laughs) Little plug that'll help you with your discipline. But anyway, yeah, that's something just like to be authentic with y'all listening. That is something that I do to self-sabotage myself is just avoid certain responsibilities. Once I feel like it's been too long. Yeah. You just build it up in your head. Yeah. Something so much bigger than it actually and then when is. I get it done it's like oh that was easy and then creating that habit again yeah. is easy I think it's just about like that's why you have to identify these things is to help fix them if you can't even identify like where do I go wrong it's hard to assume where you can improve for me I will not have peace until I do it so that's why I do it so quick because mm-hmm. then I have peace I'm like check it off peace check it off peace which is also unhealthy because I shouldn't have so much anxiety mm-hmm. to feel like I need to get all the things done all at once so yeah <laughs> We're like we're kind of like opposite we're, with we're our opposite with our uh, mind sabotage. Like, oh, I have to do it. Like right now, I have notes on this paper of things that I have to do when I'm done with this podcast because yeah. if I don't do it, like I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. Anyway, do you feel like that like How, holds you back? It propels me forward, but it also can hold me back because hold me back in the way of like I carry so much unnecessary anxiety to mm-hmm. where. I was um, getting my nails done the other day and I let out like a very big anxiety sigh, like a, mm-hmm. <sighs> almost like a, and she goes, oh my God, did I hit you? And I said, no, I just forgot to breathe. I brain. have a lot of anxiety all the time. <laughs> she yeah. was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's normal. I've been that way. I've cried in nail salons just from my own mental issues unrelated to and the she's nails. she's like, did I hurt you? Like, no, I hurt myself. <laughs> No, this is years of emotional damage. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. Anyways, so yeah, don't self-sabotage yourself. Other other ways that you could be doing this is by snoozing your alarm or so that you don't wake up and do cardio sabotage scrolling on social media and seeing what everyone else is doing instead of taking action on your own life and goals it's very easy to fall into sabotage constantly eating out or not preparing healthy meals ahead of time so that you're when you're in a pinch you have to order DoorDash. sabotage <laughs> sabotage i have done that so many times in my off season where i oh, don't same when i don't prepare my meals and i'm thinking i'm so smart and i'm tricking myself i'm like oh well i didn't i didn't have time to prepare them so i have to order doordash Mm -hmm. no you're sabotaging yourself you know what you're doing you're not smarter than your own brain Mm -hmm. like we know that so what are these things in your life identify them right now that you're using to sabotage is it scrolling on social media is it snoozing your alarm 
Is it not prioritizing your workouts? Like, what is it? Is it hanging out with friends when you're supposed to be at the gym? Is it like saying yes to all these activities so that you can avoid that project that you need to work on? Mm -hmm. I do that too, a lot. Same. Obviously, if my thing is avoidance, I use a lot of different distractions for those. You're like, I'm busy. Yeah. All of a sudden, my schedule's just I just spent five hours reading and like nothing pertaining to what I need to do. And then I, yeah. I'm yes. working on it. <laughs> so once you can ad- identify these disciplines that you're using to sabotage yourself. Hello. Did I say that right? I think so. Yeah. yeah once you yeah. identify your sabotage. Yes. Once you can identify them, then you can start finding other ways to combat them. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into a little bit of like tactical things that you can do to do that later, uh, which is right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I was like the next bullet. Yeah. Number three is to schedule your disciplines. Like yes. this sounds ridiculous because you're like, why would I schedule my I'm- meditation? Not kidding. I put in my calendar to text clients back, to text friends back, because those are the little responsibilities. Am I in there? I don't think I am. Yes, you are. I say to just like check on my friends. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not good at it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm terrible at that too. (laughs) You are like the only person I text that is a friend though, if that helps you feel better. It's true. (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, like I know it sounds ridiculous putting it in there, but I also know that that's my self-sabotage and like not replying to certain people is holding me back from bettering my business or bettering my relationships. And those are things that I'm working on. So I think another thing, scheduling my water intake, because that's that's where I used to self-sabotage myself a lot. And I literally had to start putting it like a little alarm throughout the day. (laughs) Drink drink water. water. (laughs) Yeah. Because like that does, that was affecting my skin. That was affecting my weight loss. Like that affects your goals. And that was one thing I knew I had to do, but I was sabotaging myself by not doing it either. Like laziness or like, I literally just don't like drinking water. So, which I know is weird, but like little things like that to schedule just to help you with the overall goal. Kendall's like a desert woman. She never, I don't, I don't ever think I see her drink a water. My poor kidneys. I've been working on it a lot. <laughs> Me on the other hand, I pee every five seconds. Yes. yes. So I have issues. You don't got to schedule yes, those types of things. Like the, the fact that we schedule out our appointments for like meetings and for like hair appointments and like, uh, what else do normal people schedule things for? <laughs> Zoom calls. Like the fact that we put everyone else's needs and these priorities above our own Mm -hmm. before scheduling out these things like uh, doing cardio, morning routine, your meditation, your um, training sessions, whatever it might be. The fact that we put those ahead of those things is Mm -hmm. like beyond me because I did it for so many years. I would schedule out like, oh, I'm going to go and work during this time. And I have a Zoom call with someone during this time. So I'm doing all these things that actually don't pertain to my mental health and well-being before putting myself first. I would make schedules for all of my clients and their workouts and their workout plans. And then I would kind of wing it on my own. And that definitely holds you back. Like you're not reaching your full potential in the gym. If you don't have like a set plan going into it, even if that's as simple as like choosing what your workout split is and keeping that consistent every week, like just consistency, which I feel like is what a lot of discipline comes back to is what you need to build. It's very true. I have schedules for my schedules. Yeah. (laughs) Yours are all color coordinated. Mine are kind of just thrown about. It's very true. (laughs) I have to, I have to work that way. And the reason that I, I have to work this way is because I actually forget things almost instantly Mm -hmm. so that I've had to double down on setting notes, making schedules, like putting my training in program in my notes section because of how easily I forget things. Like if that's why I have the notes on here about what links we need to put into the description because yeah, I'm sweating too. (laughs) 
um, because I forget things almost instantly. So because I'm actually very forgetful, I have strengthened this discipline because I know that I'm very forgetful. Yeah. So people think that, oh, Julia's so disciplined and she remembers everything. No, it's because I don't remember everything. That's why. Yeah. Um, so for me, I literally schedule out my cardio. I schedule my workouts. I schedule my morning routine. And these are just non-negotiable. Like they deserve a place on your schedule because if they're really that important to you, you'll make them a priority. Yeah, agreed. Also schedule calling your mom because she needs to hear from you. Yes. If you're listening to this mom, I promise I'll call you. <laughs> I call my mom 10 times a day. I think she wants me to schedule to call her less. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I talk to my mom so much. I just, yeah. She's I, my best friend. I know. <laughs> I, I'll text. We text a lot. Me and my sister and my mom and her group. But like calling, that's. I call my mom every time I'm bored, which is at least five times a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'll, um, I have to like, yeah, really schedule times. And that's that's the thing too, like scheduling times to like hang out with your partner. I little schedule dates at nights with Zach. It seems dumb, but I, he's a priority in my life and I have to make him a priority. Yeah. Schedule out when you call your grandma or when you call your mom so that you don't forget. Yeah, because, discipline, like what we're talking about doesn't always have to be in the gym. Like obviously it's a huge part for yeah. us. It's like our, a lot of our discipline is pertaining to the gym, but it's also in maintaining friendships Friendships, relationships in your job. Like you need discipline to grow a successful business, especially like we're both technically business owners and that's like impossible to do if you have no structure. It's very true. And I have to prioritize like my business, but also my prep. So mm-hmm. I have to like, I know that my prep is very important. So I have to schedule those and things both, out. like affect each other. Exactly. Yeah. And they have to blend together. So I know, okay, I'm doing cardio here. Then I have my time block for work. Then I have my workout here and then I have the other time block for work. So yeah. I, you have to do these things. So moving into number four, and to me, this is one of the biggest ones. And one of the reasons why people just aren't disciplined is because they don't keep the promises they make to yourself. So keep the promises that you make to yourself. No matter how small. No matter how small. Because I just like, I want to ask you this for whoever in the universe is listening to this right now. How do you feel mentally when you set out to do something and you don't do it? Crappy. It doesn't feel good. Is the answer. Yes. You feel like a failure. You feel shame. You feel guilt because now you can't trust yourself. And if you can't trust yourself to do the things that you say you're going to do, then how are you going to ever reach your goals? Like, for example, if you hire somebody and you say, I need these three tasks done and they don't do those three tasks, are you going to trust them? Are you going to trust that they can do the job? So why should you trust yourself and why should you, anybody trust you to do the things that you say you're going to do? So now you actually start believing that you can't do anything, which is so which is not true. I feel true. like you start to set less and less goals because you don't like trust yourself for actually following yeah, through Yeah, because you have social proof that, oh, well, in the past I couldn't do this. I always yeah. fall off. This is just how things happen for me. Yeah, of course, because you're letting it be the case. And then you think you're less motivated and it's like, no, you're not less motivated. You're just proving to yourself that you're not disciplined yet. Exactly. Yeah. So now the trust and the rapport that you have with yourself is broken and it's hard to build that back up. So this is usually what people say, like I was saying before, they say like, Oh, I've always failed at this. The one that I get the most is I, I, I can never lose weight. I always fall off. Like these words, like always and never are Mm -hmm. so strong and how you speak to yourself is so important. And if you want it to always be the case, if you never want to lose weight, it will be the case because you're saying it, you're legit putting it out into the universe. So you're going to get back what you 
say. On the flip side, if you do the opposite, like things continue to snowball in a positive way and you can start to achieve more and more. But I think either way, it like comes back to starting small and starting with something you can obtain. I'm getting lost in my own notes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest mistakes I feel like people make is by giving themselves huge goals to be disciplined to. Like you were saying earlier, they give themselves like, oh, okay, I'm going from not working out to competing in a body show, a bodybuilding show. Like that is a huge leap when really we can take these micro moments. Like I'm just going to drink a liter more of water today. I'm going to wake up 10 minutes earlier today. I'm going to go on a 10 minute walk instead of a five minute walk today or whatever. Those small micro moments are still disciplines. You're still moving the needle forward and they pile up. And what happens when you do those things after you set out and kept the promise that you made to yourself, now you're building the rapport back with yourself. You're building trust. You're starting to believe that you can actually do the things that you set out to do, which gives you the ability to handle more. Oh, I, I did those three things. Okay. Well now I could probably go and work out for 30 minutes. Okay. Well now I could probably go work out for 30 minutes at the gym. You start building the confidence confidence in yourself and you trust yourself more to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. I feel like also <laughs> the face you just made was so funny. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> yeah, like a little Muppet. <laughs> um, but yeah, like what you were saying, when you fall on that negative train and you notice you're doing less and less, I feel like that's why like listing out first, what's your purpose and where are you self-sabotaging is so important because you're right. If you are constantly saying, well, blah, 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 never works for me, or I never do this. Like you're, you're instilling those in yourself and you're kind of putting that into the universe of like, I will never be able to do these things. When in reality, you need to say that didn't work for me in the past, yeah. but it's going to work this time around yeah. because I'm going to change this and I'm going to set my intentions right. Exactly. If you haven't lost weight in the past well did you stick to it long enough did you have a coach did you have a plan did you follow the plan did you follow through like there's a number of different things that could be a factor here it doesn't mean that you're not um, awesome at what you do but there has to be some discipline lacking in that aspect but that's why it's important to be like okay I just want to lose one pound and then after I lose one pound I want to lose one more pound and continue it that way instead of being like I want to lose 50 pounds in three months and it's like could you do that? Maybe. Is it unhealthy? Yes, but that's unrelated. But also if you don't hit those 50 pounds in those three months, you're going to start beating yourself up and then give up. So start small. Exactly. And then eventually you'll start being able to count on yourself and trust yourself Mm -hmm. and have the confidence to be able to handle bigger disciplines like competing in a bodybuilding show, Mm -hmm. like going after that promotion, like asking that partner out or whatever it might be. Um, Having a kid that requires a lot of discipline. (laughs) Too much for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, number five, set positive triggers in your house that remind you of disciplines. And this isn't like I'm triggered, like that triggered me. It's like a trigger that lets your mind know like it's fucking go time. All of us know what that trigger is for us. For me, it's putting my headphones in and turning on my workout playlist that I only play when I'm at the gym. Mm -hmm. And that triggers my mind and lets me know it's go time. All of us have that that (laughs) one thing that triggers us to let us know what it is, whether it's like you putting on 
you lighting a candle and making some tea that triggers you to, okay, it's time for our brain to relax. Mm -hmm. So what are these triggers that you can set up around your house that remind you, okay, like it's fucking go time. The things that I do are setting my clothes out in the morning so that when I go into my bathroom, they're right there. My cardio clothes. So that I put them on triggers me. Let's go. It's cardio time. When I did fast cardio in the morning, I would like have everything laid out Mm -hmm. and like my water bottle filled Mm -hmm. up so that it's brainless. You just do the habit. Yeah. You're just like that little zombie and then people are like how do you wake up and do cardio i don't know i just got here somehow i don't know i already finished i'm just here i don't even know and that's another thing like filling your water bottle up the night before and having it set out so that you grab it and go and you don't have to do that extra step of filling it up going and grabbing your clothes yeah it creates opportunity for more excuses exactly of like oh the shoes i want to wear like aren't in here so now i can't do it okay well if you planned ahead of time you you have to get that out outfit out Exactly. Which sounds so like silly and dumb, but like if you look at everything you've ever set out to do and maybe something, look at something you failed at and you'll see, okay, I did make those like dumb little excuses for myself over and over. And that's what led me to failure. True. Oh, another one that I do that's like a little bit related more to food is if I'm... I usually do this more of when I'm really starving and I'm like on prep or whatever. And it doesn't even have to be like if you're starving, but just a reminder of a sticky note on your fridge or wherever your trigger area is. Yeah. It's like set it out there and put it what your goal is, you know, and this isn't to like, you can't eat any of the foods or whatever it is, but when you're in bodybuilding prep, you really can't. Mm -hmm. But just as a reminder to trigger your brain, to look at it and say, okay, my goal is here right on the fridge. It's not what's inside the fridge. That's going to get me into that goal. Mm -hmm. I'm not really hungry. I'm just bored. I'm just lonely. I'm just tired. We all do that thing where we check the fridge eight times and it's like, like, nothing has changed. Is it new? (laughs) Is there a cake in there yet? Did I go shopping? Yeah, I keep a whiteboard right now on my fridge with my boyfriend and I's uh, manifestations for the month. So we each picked three and one of them is a weight goal for both of us, which I typically would never even like weigh myself. But like, since I'm not in prep, I kind of like needed something to that was trackable for myself. Um, and it's not even that I read it every single time I like open the fridge or think about eating, but it's just like a good reminder because that's something we go to multiple times in the day. So it's something I look at multiple times a day and I'm like, it'll kind of fire something in me of like, even if it's not the food goal, maybe it's like an income or business goal. And it just reminds me of like, oh crap, like I need to be focusing on that right now instead of like walking around my kitchen. Yeah. Just instead like a little reminder. Instead of looking on social media, exactly. instead of yeah. dazing on TikTok, instead of scrolling, instead of like sabotaging all those things, like having these visual cues and these reminders that trigger you to take action in a positive way are so important to just like set up. Like yes. I like to look at them as the, it's almost like I'm a baby and I'm like in like like a baby cage or I'm bubble boy and like these are the thing like they're around me and I'm like they're they're posted around me it's like oh success (laughs) Success. great success that's why like creating vision boards are like I don't know I think that I love that approach to like Mm -hmm. discipline and motivation because it's just like nice to see like visual reminders of where you want your life to go yeah mine's right right on my desk to the left yeah right on my desk to my my left and then like right in the very center of where I'm always looking of my computer there's one like a financial goal that's Mm -hmm. right there and it's always right there and then to the left is like my vision board with bodybuilding stuff quotes that you guys have sent me comments that you've made to me like all of those things um i mean and then 
just to kind of like tie all these steps together, the last thing that I really wanted to talk about is like there's a huge benefit to creating discipline in your life because it's actually going to make your life a lot easier because I wanted you to think about how difficult it was for you to like get the ball rolling on your fitness journey and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it was so much harder to get yourself to do those challenging things. But once you're disciplined and you've introduced all these things into your life, it becomes so much easier and your brain does less work Mm -hmm. because you're programmed to do this. You're like, bro, this is just what I do. If anything, you start looking forward to those things. Yeah. Like I, like you said in the beginning, you start by like having gym anxiety and you're like afraid to go and you like dread going every day. And then it turns into like, okay, this is a habit. Like I don't have a choice anymore. Like I go to the gym every day. This is just what my body does at this time. And then it becomes, oh, now I look forward to doing that thing that my body loves to do every day. So it, you, it always is harder. I say starting is always the the hardest part starting a weight loss journey starting a business starting a new relationship like that is always the hardest part and then once you prove to yourself and keep showing up for yourself it becomes so much easier to continue that train yes once your disciplines just become like a part of who you are and who you're trying to be and the values that you want to implement in your life, it just becomes so much easier. And you're just like, this is just who I am. And reminder, it it. ebbs and flows. Like Julia was talking about in her off season, it's a little harder because the purpose is harder to see. And like, for me recently, I've become, in my opinion, I keep calling it laziness when it comes to the gym, but I just kind of lost my purpose of why am I training? What am I training for? And I still go every day, but I noticed my workouts are less intense. And recently, like very recently, so this kind of came at a good time. I kind of reintroduced of what am I training for? What is my goal? What do I want to obtain? And then once I had those laid out, it was a lot easier for me to fall back into the habit I used to have of like looking forward to going every day. Big facts, (laughs) big facts. Okay, let's go over them one last time. Number one is, what is it? Identify your purpose. Purpose is what gets you out of bed in the morning. Number two, identify the areas where you self-sabotage. Are you ordering too much DoorDash? Are you scrolling on social media and looking at what other people are doing with their goals in their life other than focusing on yours? Number four, was that number three? Number Number three, three. (laughs) schedule your disciplines. It ain't weird. Schedule out your workouts. Schedule these things that you are struggling to get done. Make them a priority. They deserve to be a priority on your calendar. Number four, keep the promises you make to yourself so that you can build trust in yourself and believe that you can actually do the things that you set out to do. Number five, set triggers, positive triggers around your house that remind you of your discipline so that you see that, you hear that, you look at that, you what are the other scents you see here smell it you smell it I smell the success. You smell success. Oh my God. When I did my YouTube video about sebum, I was doing leg extensions and I was like, you got to smell like Mr. Olympia. You got to eat like Mr. Olympia. You got to look like Mr. Olympia. So like that, come on, set them around your house so that you see them and you know, it's fucking go time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are my top tips for creating discipline in your life. I feel like I needed this one today. Yes. I'm taking these notes home. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to take my homework home for the summer break. And we're going to go over this uh, next time. Well, guys, when are we, when are y'all listening to this? Yes. Did we already talk about the the thing? I'm going to say it again. Um, Send in your most embarrassing gym stories to knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. We're doing a whole episode and we share you guys gym stories. So please don't leave us hanging because we don't want to be the only ones embarrassed. We want you guys to be embarrassed with us. Yes. (laughs) So that we can laugh about it. And as always, we love you all so much and you're more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye. The end.
That's fascinating. I thought we were going to get Thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Power podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and rate and review the show. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like to be answered on the show, feel free to email us at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye.